Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also home from work at six and already transformed into a princess. Mommy, put on your clown. That's because I've got complete control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. It's a whole new way to vet. Indie vets. You're listening to the Sports Stove with host Vince Stover. Today's episode of the Sports Stove podcast is brought to you by RA Marketing. RA Marketing offers turnkey digital marketing services for financial advisors. They've worked tirelessly to create a winning Facebook ads formula that delivers the ROI advisors need. To find out more information, go radigital.com. That's go radigital.com. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We are recapping college football weekend upsets and some ugly play. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. Welcome into today's Sports Stove Podcast. Thank you for listening. We're talking about college football, recapping the weekend, starting in the SEC where unranked Kentucky beats 18 Tennessee. Unranked South Carolina takes down number 15 Auburn. Arkansas gets their second win of the season, and Alabama dominates the second half to take down Georgia. Let's start in Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee Volunteers have not lost to Kentucky since 1984, 36 years ago. Tennessee seemed to be the better team coming in, but they were not. Kentucky's defense, two pick sixes in the first half, three interceptions in the first half. They win 34-7. I admit coming into this game, I thought Tennessee would chase Terry Wilson. I thought Joey Gatewood would take over as the new quarterback at Kentucky because of how badly Kentucky was going to lose this game. I was wrong. Tennessee was the one who had their quarterback chased. Jared Garantano, listen, he's not the next greatest quarterback to come out of Tennessee. He's not going to make it in the pros. He's not that thing, but He's been good in the last seven games that they've won. He's been not been the problem. As a matter of fact, last season, even though he was not great last season, he was the reason they won a few of those games at the end of the season. He comes into this game just terrible. Is Kentucky's defense that good? I don't think so. I mean, they're not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But are they good enough to outscore Tennessee's offense? I can't say I saw that coming. Tennessee came out. Uh, wanting to win again, obviously, coming out with a, a team that had the mindset that they could win, but Kentucky's defense dominated the game with the exception of really stopping the running backs. Tennessee's running backs, especially Eric Gray, 24 carries, 128 yards. Chandler added 51 yards and a touchdown on 12 touches, both of them averaging, well, Chandler averaging 4.3 yards, Gray averaging 5.3 yards. But the quarterbacks could do nothing. They played three different ones. J.T. Shrout, one one attempt, one interception. Uh, Bailey, the freshman, four attempts, but only one of four, 24 yards. Garantano, 14 of 21, 88 yards, uh, two interceptions, and a QBR of 4.4? You've got to be kidding me. Tennessee could not get anything going. They were a complete disaster. 
the entire game. Nothing good for Tennessee. Now, for Kentucky, on the other hand, uh, Terry Wilson comes in. He goes 12 for 15 for 101 yards and a touchdown. That's not usually a way to win games, especially when you didn't have a single running back over 100 yards. They had 187 yards total rushing. Rodriguez came in, 13 touches, 73 yards and a touchdown. But they really didn't have a whole lot going for them on offense, with the exception that their defense played offense for them. Two big pick sixes in the first half. Uh, uh, Jamin Davis had the 85-yard touchdown return. And then Joseph, who was supposed to be the big guy coming in, Kelvin Joseph, came over from LSU. He also had a 41-yard interception for a touchdown. Kentucky embarrasses Tennessee. Both teams, though, at 2-2 two and two at the end of the week. And so now both of them fighting for uh, to, I guess, salvage the rest of the season. Speaking of upsets, Kentucky-Tennessee wasn't a huge upset necessarily unless you live in Tennessee or Kentucky. South Carolina, 30. Auburn, 22. Auburn had a chance at the end of the game, fourth and five, I believe it was, uh, with a chance to continue the drive and, and try to tie it up, but they could not do it. South Carolina took over early and controlled the game. An uh, eight-point victory for South Carolina. South Carolina's now 2-2. Two and two. Auburn's now 2-2. Two and two. Bo Nix might be the most disappointing quarterback in the SEC, maybe in the nation so far this year. He went 24 of 47, 272 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. It's not going to work, and especially for number 15, Auburn, falling uh, to South Carolina. South Carolina, again, getting getting touchdowns through the air and through the ground as well. But with it all said and done, this game did not end the way I saw it ending by any stretch of the imagination. As a matter of fact, I think I was over on the picks this week. I did not do well. I also missed Arkansas and Ole Miss. And this one was a hard one for me. I really felt like maybe Arkansas had some momentum, but I thought Ole Miss would be able to put up points and put this game away. Arkansas wins 33-21. to What a great job by Arkansas this season. They've already won two more games than most people assumed that they would win. They have played uh, relatively well this season. They put up 13 in the second, 13 in the fourth, with a touchdown to start off the game as well. And Arkansas dominates this game in a game where Ole Miss has put up points. They put up points against Alabama, and they could not put up points against Arkansas. Did they overlook them? I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how that all went, but at the end of the day, Arkansas now 2-2, two and two, Ole Miss 1-3. and three. Texas A&M took care of business against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's becoming a laughingstock. Uh, Mike Leach does not have his players in there yet, but isn't it crazy how one week it looks like Mississippi State has a Heisman-level quarterback as he breaking all kinds of records at Mississippi State? Now he has faltered the last two weeks. The offense couldn't score against Kentucky. 14 points against A&M, which beat them 28-14. to Texas A&M, by the way, they're a little bit on the rise right now. Continue to keep an eye on them. Alabama and Georgia. I thought Georgia had this game. I still would love to meet the doctors um, that were giving uh, the test to Nick Saban. Nick Saban is the fastest recovering COVID patient in, in the history of the COVID outbreak. But uh, he coaches on the sidelines, and the second half is where Alabama took over the game 
41-24. Just hold the brakes now on busting on uh, uh, old Stetson Bennett. Everybody's now saying, oh, they need to give JT a shot. They need to let him play. Stetson obviously can't do it. He's too short. I can't believe people are still doing the too short argument. Yes, he had some balls batted down. Yes, one of them led to an interception. But what up to this point of the season has made you go, no, this kid can't play? He has been great all season long. He he lost to a what is apparently an inferior uh, Alabama team. And uh, at, the, at the end of it all, Alabama just was better than Georgia today. I didn't see it coming. I thought Georgia's defense was better than Alabama's defense this year. But Alabama's offense continues to roll along. The defense played well, awesome in the second half, actually. Alabama wins 41-24. to Now, they are going to stay solid at the number two spot, I believe. And I don't think they'll move up to number one because, in case you haven't heard, Clemson is still really good. They beat Georgia Tech this week 73-7. to Now, Georgia Tech's not great. I'm not saying they are, but 73-7, to that's a dominating performance. Elsewhere in college football, Notre Dame uh, put up 12, and that was enough to beat Louisville, 12-7 to uh, there. Florida State had the big upset victory over number 5, North Carolina. North Carolina has looked sharp this season. Florida State has not looked sharp for a number of seasons. They came out, they still almost blew it. North Carolina had a shot at the end. But when it was all said and done, Florida State comes out on top over North Carolina, 31-28. to So at the end of the weekend, college football, we did lose some games this weekend. A few of them got postponed. But at the end of the day, the great teams are still great. Georgia's going to be interesting to watch moving forward. How will they bounce back from this loss to Alabama? Are they going to be able to come right back out and have no problem? They get their game moved. Uh, next week was scheduled originally for uh, Kentucky. That game gets pushed back uh, to a Halloween night. So they'll play, uh, they get a week off, and then they'll play Kentucky. Kentucky coming off the big win. The beginning of the season, the local writers, all the Kentucky writers, all said, we're beating Georgia this year. This team is going to beat Georgia this year. And I laughed in their faces. And I'll still continue to laugh if they think Georgia's going to beat Kentucky. I don't see it happening. I can't believe Georgia would fall to Kentucky, especially coming off a loss to Alabama. That did not go in Kentucky's favor uh, there either. So Georgia will be a team to watch. They've got Kentucky on the 31st. Then they follow that up with Florida. And they get Missouri, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. They got a pretty easy schedule moving forward, so they can recover from this loss to Alabama. But we will wait to see if that is the case, if they will be able to recover and come back out and dominate as I think they should over uh, Kentucky in their next football game. Big Ten's getting ready to kick off. Do we care? Well, we care enough to see Ohio State. Are they as good as we expect them to be? Can they be good enough to make the playoffs? That's a conversation for another day. But we have another great college football weekend. I hope you got to enjoy some college football and uh, watching. We focus mainly on the SEC because, well, it's the greatest conference in the world. Uh, But some other great teams out there and some really good games, especially that Florida State NC game was really entertaining as well. Thank you for joining today's Sports Stove Podcast. Please keep up with us. We have some exciting things coming uh, coming up here in the near future. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Stove, and uh, we share more opinions on Twitter than anywhere else. And if you've enjoyed the program today, would you please do me a favor? Would you rate the podcast? And if you wouldn't mind sharing it as well, we would sure appreciate your help in getting the word out about the Sports Stove Podcast. 
We'll come back hopefully this week. Life has been crazy, so we haven't been able to record as much as we wanted to, but hopefully we'll come out later this week talking about the NFL games that went on Sunday and Monday, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on all that's going on around the sports world. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Until next time, we will see you around the sports stove.